the Ontario government scheduled to unveil their latest reopening plan. And joining us now is Dr. Peter Uni, who, of course, is the head of the Ontario COVID science table. He joins us now here on 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon. Nice to speak again. Good afternoon. Nice to speak to you, too. All right. We are uh, hearing that uh, this will be a sector-based reopening, not regional. Uh, what do you anticipate uh, we're going to hear a little later on? What will that look like? Well, we'll find out how this uh, will be uh, defined specifically. It's absolutely the right decision to uh, have larger regions behave the same way in terms of restrictions, because what we see in the past was just too much region hopping. People just jumped from region to region to get, you know, to get some something to eat, you know, in, a, in an outdoor or indoor dining setting or to, uh, to buy something that they couldn't buy in Toronto. We need to avoid that by all means in the future. And that's what this is all about. All right. So, for instance, hair salons, it will not be uh, maybe those in eastern Ontario open first. It'll be all hair salons uh, on a certain date so that we won't see what you just described. Um, well, you know, it, of course, there are limits. People won't, uh, to, to get their nails painted, they probably won't travel more than two hours. So uh, if we just uh, deal with the Golden Horseshoe the same way, we're all good. But uh, for instance, Ottawa can behave differently theoretically than Toronto because probably not even you will actually get your nails painted in, uh, in Ottawa tonight. No? Uh, I don't know. I'm willing to travel, doctor. I'm willing to tra- <laughs> two, three hours. Uh, I-, I could use, to be uh, very honest with you, a good Manny Petty right about now. I-, I think a lot of people look okay. good. We-, we all could probably. <laughs> I could I could use a hairdo, actually. Yes. Yeah, I-, I hear you there. OK, do you anticipate because the other big piece of uh, debate here that uh, everyone is talking about is whether or not the green light is going to be given to outdoor activities Do you anticipate that happening and will it be in time, do you think, for the long weekend? I wouldn't know whether it will be before and or after. I anticipate this to happen first. And I've been very outspoken the last few weeks. You know, I think we need to give people something where they actually can meet safely. And that's really an outdoor setting, you know, just uh, sport activities, etc. Um, not going as far as patios. Patios are a high risk because if you if you share a table with somebody, you also share large droplets. But if this is about just uh, being outside on a soccer field or playing, uh, you know, basketball or so if you wear a mask you're just completely okay and uh, for many activities a mask is not even needed because you can safely stay two meters apart from others that's the aim here yeah what is your advice though and what is it you're hoping to hear do you think that these outdoor activities should be opened up uh, for everybody in the province for this uh, upcoming long weekend or is there too much risk do you think uh, health-wise and that's a better left until after the long weekend Look, this depends a bit on how risk averse you are. I would believe, ideally, you know, this could have been communicated three, four, five days ago that it's opening before the weekends. What we now need to be sure is, you know, that the public health units with their local communication strategies are not overwhelmed. So I'm a bit agnostic. Should it be before or after? I think it should be as soon as possible so that we can do that perhaps for 10 days before we move to the next step. And the next step, of course, will be schools. That's essential work for kids. Yeah, let's talk a bit about that uh, schooling because every parent wants to know about that. Do you think we're close to being able to uh, reopen the schools? Will it be safe to reopen them uh, before the, the school year is done? 
I hope so. You know, it's really a lot of damage, of course, that we have seen there in the past. It's challenging for kids and for parents. We probably need, again, to uh, distinguish a little bit between Toronto, Peel, York and other places in the province. Schools have a big advantage. People don't travel to get their kids into school somewhere else. They do that for nail salons and uh, outdoor dining, etc., but not for schools. So we can be a bit more flexible there with uh, perhaps waiting a bit longer in Peel or Toronto and York, for example, and open a bit earlier somewhere else. We also need to be aware of this is a risk, but it's a calculated risk. When we take everything together and then we now encourage also all the parents, not only the teachers, but also the parents of school-aged children to get vaccinated now, like, you know, tomorrow or over the weekend, this will help tremendously. We want to have as much protection also for parents, not only for teachers as possible when we start to open schools. So do you think we need to uh, allow that to happen before schools reopen? Do we need a couple of more weeks that uh, maybe schools might not even reopen by the end of this month, but it might be early, mid-June, just to give a chance for those uh, vaccinations to take place? I think the vaccinations can take place early. And of course, we also need to tread very carefully with, uh, you know, the cohorting of classes, the classes stick together and don't have contact with each other, the different classes. And we need to be careful with masking. If we do that, you know, based on everything we know, we can keep that sort of safe. We can also send, you know, younger students out as much as possible, you know, that there's a bit more outdoor schooling in Toronto or Peel. So we need to be a bit flexible. And the, the encouragement here is just Get vaccinated as fast as you can if you're a parent of a school-aged children. Ten days after your vaccine, you start to have a really relevant protection for yourself. And it also helps us, you know, we want to close the doors into schools and, you know, ex uh, the exit of schools by just uh, keeping the parents completely safe. If the parents are not transmitting, the students are safe. And uh, the other way around, if a student would bring COVID home, basically the parents are safe if they have been vaccinated at least 10 days before. So this is doable right now. And let's just get as many shots into parents' arms as possible. Joined by Dr. Peter Uni, head of the Ontario COVID Science Table. Mentioned off the top, doctor, that it's a National Caesar Day, and that leads us to a restaurants and a patios. I know you mentioned them briefly a second ago, but when do you think outdoor dining might be uh, permitted? Uh, is that on the horizon? Because there's a lot of restaurants, as you well know, that have really been uh, struggling uh, through this and are very anxious to open, particularly for the summer patio season. Yes. So first of all, I had to look up what the Caesar is. I know now um, when we now think about what's happening with schools, when we take that risk as a calculated risk, after that, we need to wait at least three to four weeks. And this will bring us to the beginning of the uh, of the summer holiday, you know, which will be end of June, beginning of July. And that's probably the right time, I'm afraid to say, when we can start to open patios and perhaps outdoor retail, etc. It's probably not early than that we need to be aware of that if we really want to open schools after that we need to wait because schools are a certain risk all right so if it's not july until patio season uh, when would you think or anticipate that indoor dining uh, could resume Oh, I would wait with that for quite some while. It will depend on how much the cases go down and how well this kicks in with the vaccine rollout. Right now, we're really in a good place. And this is also because of the hotspot strategy. When you look at, you know, how the cases behave, for instance, in Peel, we never had that steep a decline in cases. A lot of that is the vaccine starting to kick in. So if this all works well, 
then perhaps, I don't know, somewhere in July, we will be in a position to carefully go to a next step. But the first step will really be first outdoor dining and outdoor retail. Then we need to wait at least three weeks if we want to do that properly. And then we'll see. And this is then, you know, already second half of July, obviously. But again, you know, that's me telling you how this ideally should be done if we want to avoid bigger challenges and if we really want to make school openings happening. All right, just finally, Dr. Yuni, speaking of bigger challenges, I know your colleagues right now, as we're speaking, they're busy unveiling new modeling uh, for the province. Is there the possibility or chance that we could return to some sort of lockdown or stay-at-home order later in the summer into the fall? Or thanks to the vaccines, do you think uh, we are maybe past that, that this stay-at-home order is the final one? I would certainly hope that this is the final one. So if we get these vaccine coverages as high as possible, you know, and then start relatively soon now with the second doses. And if we don't have now challenging uh, developments with variants again, I think we will be okay. We just need to tread carefully. If we now are careless right now, it could well end up in, a, in another challenge. We don't want that. Therefore, just a bit slower but then safer so that we can avoid another lockdown. I think it's absolutely realistic that we don't have any more of those. Well, that is certainly a welcome news and music to a lot of people's ears. Dr. Uni, really appreciate the time. Thanks as always for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, stay well. Dr. Peter Uni is the head of the Ontario COVID Science Table. He's joining us just ahead of the Ontario government's scheduled press conference for 3 o'clock this afternoon, unveiling the latest reopening plan for Ontario. And, of course, you will hear that when it happens right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.